Hi friends, Emma here. I'm not going to say this week's recording was perfect. In fact, it was a little bit of a nightmare, but like many important things this week, it seems to have turned out okay. Or I used the Skype audio and did my best to make it okay. Anyway, this is your warning. You're still going to have a great time. Love you and see you in there. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick, and once again, I'm joined by Julie, who is laughing because I thought I'd bring a little flair to this intro by disappearing from the screen and whipping myself back because I whip my hair back and forth. Julie, how you Where's no back? shirt? I'm doing great, I, other than we both know you're not wearing a shirt. But. I literally, it was, first of all, it's quite warm up here. Um, and I had to pivot the screen upwards so Julie can only see my disembodied head and none of my bare shoulders scandal. <laughs> or nipples. Anyway, Emma is also here and she's the glue that Yay. holds us together. Thank you for being here. Julie, what are we talking about this week? Well, I mean, I think we tried to talk about Holland's Drag Race. We went around the corner, back <laughs> around. But yeah, Holland's Drag Race, what else? So I talked a lot about In the Flesh, a BBC show that aired 2014 to 2015 may it rest in peace much like the main characters of the show who are zombies or pds sufferers previously deceased syndrome (laughs) we had a lot of fun we had a lot of laughs we had a lot of interruptions we both like british stuff we had a lot of fun stuff to talk about this week i thought no it was grateful for you guys grateful to have done this Spend a couple hours just being silly. So we have been <laughs> at this hours. for several hours. You know, we just only we just love each other. Eyebrows are now available to me because it's <laughs> not. Well, she's so grotesque by all my different elements that she can't. So sit back and enjoy this episode. You'll learn nothing and have a blast. So. Cookie, <laughs> scary skeletons are <laughs> Never trust anything you get off the Kids Bob Halloween album. All right, let's start with Drag Race Holland. What did you think? I know that you watched. Holla, 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 come on. Holla, 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 Holland, come on. Um, so I thought a lot of things into this episode. I thought initially that I had not watched it, and then I realized that I had watched it with Emma. So I realized that my thoughts can't be trusted, much like my psychologist tells me. She told me an interesting thing this week, that just because I talk about vulnerable things doesn't mean that I'm being vulnerable. And I was just like... Uh, but then, booyah. but then I also found a tweet that said the same thing, and I was like, um, "Who are you?" <laughs> so I don't know, but it was true. That I was is so like, true, though. I'm guilty of that myself. I can tell yeah. a very like vulnerable sounding story in a very deflective way, so that you can't get to me at all. Exactly. Like I will bring. We've talked about this. I will bring up on a first date. Like, yeah, no, I was incarcerated, and I was interned in a facility known as the Lindner Center of Hope, which is a mental <laughs> treatment center. And by that, I mean, my parents dropped me off. I was like, fix him. <laughs> and you I'll tell that up- the story while holding the microphone like a stand up. <laughs> <Just, laughs> 
Um, anyway, but it's true. Like, I'll bring that up constantly. It's like, yeah, no, I was in that. It's like, because I don't even acknowledge that that is like a part of me. Like, I remember it happening, but it doesn't feel like me. So it doesn't feel like something that's like true to myself. So anyway, my thoughts on Holland were. Yeah, how did we get there in Holland? So we've got Abby, oh my gosh. <laughs> which oh, I do realize. Gosh. Yeah. Oh. So. Cedrine just went home. I'm still fucking shocked and reeling. No, she didn't. So I'm still reeling from that too. <laughs> Chelsea Boy was last week. Whatever. Cedrine uh, was two weeks ago. Cedrine. Cedrine. So they recapped last week and they made yeah, it. I was like, what do you think? His hair fall off again. And yeah. it's one thing if your hair falls off. It's another thing if we can see the duct tape. Like, that was really bad. But she did not. She never gave up. She never surrendered. But I was just rewatching season eight last night because I saw Kim Chi on a Instagram and I was like, I miss Kim Chi. I think I'm going to rewatch <laughs> season eight. Um, and Robbie Turner's hair fell off. You know what I mean? I was trying to think of like famous people. Nisha Lopez. Uh, Monique Zaharbne took hers took off, hers I think, off. so that Ben DeLaCreme would win. So she would have to pick herself eventually. Right? Isn't that well, the one where she picks herself? Well, she, she took her... She took her wig off in season one, too, while lip syncing against Angina to Britney Spears is stronger. And that didn't make like she had the same thing. She had like a wig cap on underneath. This was before the don't take a wig off because it was season one and no one no one cares. But and then Angina did this thing where she dramatically takes off her little hat, which was super cute. <laughs> oh, uh, Angina. <laughs> But no, Shangela's hair comes off in season two when, like, the battle royale against May She Rest, um, Miss Davenport, comma, Sahara. And then um, Monique Hart's wig came off constantly. It was yeah, but she constantly. didn't get sent home because of it. Yes, she did. And season Was it in 10. season 10 she does? Yeah. On All Stars, it comes off and it gets caught in the rafters, but they don't send her home. Yeah, because Carly Rae Jepsen was playing her amazing tune... Um, I don't remember the name, but it's amazing. Um, oh, it's the one that all gays were obsessed with, Cut to the Feeling. And um, Vixen's doing her thing, and she's just like, what is this white nonsense? And then Monique is just like flopping around, which was the worst lip sync I've ever seen until this episode. Oh, my God. No, no. This is monumentally, iconically amazing. The worst lip sync ever is Vivian Panay and Honey Davenport. or. Oh, yeah. Dax exclamation point and Layla McQueen. Like there are bad ones. This one at least has the slowest split in the history of the world where she <laughs> falls down. That's fucking like people who barely watch this show are making fun of it in the streets. That's iconic immediately. Fair. Yeah. And what happened? True. She did it the other time so smoothly and this time kaboom. She seemed real nervous. She didn't even do it till the song was over. Like, I don't know why that was her tag. That what a gift that song is. Stronger is a jam. You know what I mean? Oh, no. We've heard it now twice. Um, Brenda LaCreme and Darian Lake, now she's Darian Puddle because she lost a lot of weight, um, did Stronger. I just remember doing boom, boom, boom. Come go with me. Oh, oh. Well, they lip synced twice, remember? This was right. the one to get into the final four. Mm. I don't remember that one as well. I remember the other one because Bianca was so right on. She's like, Darian Lake has had this song since it came out in cassette in the 80s. She knows every beat. Boom, boom, boom. Come go with me. Anyway, I thought they were lifeless. The way Abby, oh my God, painted herself. She looked like the Joker. Like she looks mean. 
Mama Queen has no energy. Stronger. I mean, woo. She looked near death. She needed a sandwich. That was not good. (laughs) No, the end when she's doing the split, she's literally just going into hypoglycemic shock. (laughs) Well, I didn't think there could be anything better than her not being able to get out of her splits the last time she was in. Yeah. Remember she had like had those giant crazy shoes on and then she like couldn't get out of it. And this time she just fell down. And like, did Abby take steroids this week? When is she that ripped and like showing her muscles and like in the three different in the runway challenge when she's wearing like the bodybuilder outfit with the weird man woman penis area. Oh, terrible. But this was just like, this is fucking stronger and you're doing girl. Give me nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's insane. And Abby, who's like, I sent three bitches home. I'm going to send a fourth because that's my Dutch accent. And it's just like, oh, my God, she's not doing anything. She's flexing her muscles and just going like, stronger. Well, they both yeah. run out of energy. I'm guessing yeah. if this really was all filmed in one day, which I'm sure it wasn't, but the rusical three different looks. Yeah. And then this, I mean, Abby is literally at the end doing like a back bend with her weird bandeau top, not singing the actual words. A mama queen looks like she's anemic and like yeah. neither one of them can handle it. And every one of them has said at the end of the lip sync, they're just drained and exhausted. It's like, okay, well, how long have you guys been there? Like, what's happening? Let's get OSHA. So yeah, they're not in America. No unions for them. Um, so, but then we get a big surprise. The mini challenge is going to be puppets. And then no surprise, <laughs> not funny. Oh, no. no. Is this when they labeled the puppets? <laughs> Yes, and they're too cheap to bring in the pit crew or get a glory hole, so they just put the blindfolds on them. It was very strange. I missed the glory hole. Well, and then, just... did you see what the prize was for um, Janie Jacquet for winning a thousand dollar gift certificate from Nikki Pleasant? Like, are you guys running out of money? Why is one of the judges with a terrible wig giving a gift certificate to the winner? That doesn't make any sense. She doesn't have a company. I looked. She doesn't have a company? No, she's an actress. It's not What's like for Nikki Pleasant. For? It's just $1,000 from her. Oh, my That's God. That's a prize. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any money. <laughs> cool. What would you think of the rusical about Queen Maxima? So, first of all, I don't know much about Queen Maxima. I was furiously wikipedia <laughs> Queen Maxima. 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 <laughs> Maxima. During um, the rusical, but my God. They went fucking in. And in. this wasn't this this was like a Julie Andrews, like tits keep coming about. This was like, I'm a fucking bitch from Argentina who used to party, wanted a man, picked this idiot heir to the throne, married him, now I'm a fucking queen, I'm gonna maybe kill him. Like, oh my god. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah, they both are. <laughs> I know she is, but I also tried Wikipedia and was not successful. What do you work a video? <laughs> you know, it's successful. Queen Maxima. It just didn't give you like the backstory, like all the stuff that we learned during the Rusical. I yeah. thought it would be better known. And then it was like, she made this one comment about not being Dutch and then everyone hated her. And I was like, what? She's yeah. not Dutch. Um, she's the first Argentine born queen concert. And she's part of a queen concert. <laughs> Enter Rusical. Uh, but no, William, Willem Alexander Klaus George. Oh my God. So many fucking names. Is still the king. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> but why does it say she wants to kill him and now she's going to come to America and become our president since the orange Cheeto did it? I know. It was 
It's creative. This feels like a Daily Mail tabloid that they just went in on. <laughs> well, I have to say, I thought the songs were kind of boppy, even though they were they super were boppy. I thought the 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 tunes were great. The the way it changed during each one was so much fun. I didn't think I thought Janie did the best job of anybody. Same. I did not think Mama Queen did that well. No. She, obviously, she's in the bottom for that. Nothing. She like I'm, her lips are very. She's a big mouth, and her lips are expressive. But she was literally just doing the same thing as stronger. Like the entire time, it's like I'm stronger than yesterday, and she's walking. But and no articulation of the face. I feel mm-hmm. like I watched it a couple times, obviously. And the first time I watched it, I was like, Janie, you have to look at the guy you're dancing with. And then I was like, No, you don't, bitch. Sell it to the camera. Yes. <laughs> and her tango was so good, and just I can't explain the way she straightened her leg was just very feminine, whereas everything Abby did was so masculine. Mm-hmm. Which is wild because nothing gives me more major. Not that bottoms are necessarily feminine at all, but she's such a petite little little gremlin. You assume that when she starts sweating and the water gets into her core DNA, that she's going to turn into this like monster, fierce, fishy queen, and she just looked like she was about to deadlift something. Well, I don't know what's exactly going on. I know that she's getting dragged with me or on social media. No, Abby. Oh my God. Oh, her. No, she's being dra- like they're all standing up for her and saying, "I was watching Janie on a live Instagram the other day, and <laughs> she was saying, you know, it's a show. She got the bitch at it. We all love each other. We all support each other. If you support one of us, please support all of us. Yeah. But she is. She wrote like some like leave me alone on Twitter. You're just like, mm. you know what I mean? I would never. It's crazy. I just I, people are so alone. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think they all need to listen to Christina Aguilera's "The Voice Within" because you do not need to speak to everyone else to have your voice heard. You just need to believe in your own voice, okay? And you know what my voice is saying? Abby, oh my gosh, does not deserve this, but she doesn't deserve much else. And if you're gonna do a double save at the end, oh, this so is the one shit. you picked. Come you on. Leave? Chelsea Boy should have absolutely seen this thing. I can't possibly decide. The lip sync was so absolute trash. Send them both home. Just crown Envy Peru now. Yeah. And it's going to be Envy, which is fine. Janie's, as someone pointed out to me, Janie's basically wearing the same outfit. She just moved the pieces around. During <laughs> um, all three of them. They're all nude illusions. They're all uh-huh. red with blue stripes. Yeah. I will say... Um, Madame Madness's were my favorite. No. I didn't mind those fucking stockings. I don't know what they were fucking talking about. But Madame Madness was my favorite. Are you Red talking line. about Mama Queen? Who am I saying? Madame Madness is the queen. Oh, yes. You're right. Mama. I did not like Mama Queens. All right. Well, you're hateful. Her energy is so low. So she, she cannot even. Out in she doesn't the... have energy. She doesn't have sugar. She's got That's low my sugar. Fault. The second outfit, which was like an old lady cocktail dress that didn't fit her while she drank brown water. I don't know. Why an espresso martini? (laughs) Her big, beautiful ending thing with the huge hair. If she had sold that garment, I would have been in it, but she wasn't. Maybe they were just really tired. I don't know. She's the mother of the drag house, house of holographic hose, which, oh my God, heartwarming. So heartwarming. All right, well, you're not being a holographic hoe right now. You're just being straight Well, first of all, now you're sending me into a Kim Kardashian tailspin of nightmare that the fact that oh. Kanye got her a hologram of her dad for his for her birthday while they were on their private island. Do you not know this, Emma? No. Right. So it's a giant projected, like, seven-foot-tall Robert Kardashian. They use, like, voice manipulation from all the records of his voice. Kanye wrote the script. 
And then it talked to her and said, like, I'm always looking down on you and your sisters and your brother. You've married this amazing man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they're not only, like, on their private island, right? Because, God, they just need things to be normal. And then there's a hologram of her dad for her birthday present. Oh I mean, if you God. don't think there's a difference between the haves and the have-nots right now, <laughs> fucking crazy. I mean, is that not insane? It is literally insane. Also, who the fuck? Like, Definitely I on a never level. I, it's ahead. a never level. Never go to that level. Because, oh my God, the, the holograms in general, so fucking weird. It's just like when they did the Tupac one and the Michael Jackson one, it's just like, stop, 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 stop. They're dead. They're already dead. Can you imagine a seven foot tall father writing a doctored script that your husband wrote about what? himself, basically? I know. I love that it was promotional for Kanye. You're you married the best man, husband. Yeah, we are living in the fucking Twilight Zone. There's just no question. Yeah. What do you mean? from heaven. Gross, gross, gross. Happy birthday, Emily. Look oh, at you. You're 40 and all grown up. You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. No. This would be nightmares. Sisters and brother and the kids every day. Oh, my God. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big pee or when you make a big pee is that farting? I guess. Remember when I would drive you to school in my tiny Mercedes every day? Uh, tiny Mercedes? <laughs> Wait. Relatable. I mean, I would leave. Same. Him? Like the island or the marriage? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would just... Literally, some part of you would have to be having a trauma experience right now. Yikes. Yeah. Severely. Because this isn't... <laughs> I don't know if you know this. This isn't him saying this. <laughs> Most impressive. It's Kanye. What? What? She's a lawyer. Who she is? became a lawyer. Kim. Did she really? Yeah, she passed the bar and everything. Wild. Here it is. Most, 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 most genius man How many most? I don't know. That's all I can stand. But is that oh not the creepiest God. fucking thing you've ever seen? Yes. I've seen cats being <laughs> Should you really? If only your microphone was working. <laughs> Just so anybody at home knows, Nick is curled up like a sex kitten with his little knees <laughs> up in the air and his microphone in his hand, and I am Just uncomfortable. the cat. Now, so here's the thing. I had to work today. I don't know if what Americans know what that's like, but it's quite exhausting. <laughs> And so the most, 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 most most difficult thing you've ever done in your life. So what's interesting is most is already the most. You don't need to add any (laughs) more posts. Well, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I can't imagine how much money it costs. There are people literally who have not had a stimulus check, help, a job in months and months and months. Tone down. The most and most and most and most and most amount of time. Back to the show that makes me happy. Men in wigs. Did you guys ever watch um, The Muppet Show? They'd be like, pigs in space. <laughs> nope. No. No. I, I know. You guys never I, saw The Muppet Show? No. No, I don't, Muppet we, Babies. <laughs> pigs in space. So, just imagine that. But it's 
Men in wig. <laughs> We're going backwards, and it's my own fault because I jumped right to the end, but it was it so amazing. But when I'm they are at rehearsal chair right with the choreographer and the choreography assistant, Frank. Oh, my God. First of all, they are all... <laughs> <laughs> How many times an episode does my microphone fall? <laughs> or Emma's microphone fall? <laughs> so of the 40 or 50 episodes we've done, mine's fallen once. Emma's zero. Yours seven times seven, an episode? Seven, <laughs> yeah, 17 times. Um, do we need to get make, you like a Madonna headset? I would love that. So this is what happens when you get older, right? You can no longer really dance, but you have the good ideas. So you bring like the hot young body to like do the moves for you. Like, Frank wasn't even in it. He was just there to be like the show person, you know? Uh-huh. He's like, Frank, show him how I want you to do that. Show me move with the legs. But I loved the commentary on the side. <laughs> Janie's like, we're getting rid of them, right? And, oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Emmy Pro's going down, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think I like for the American also- version, yeah. RuPaul would be giving Abby, oh my God, way more like props. Because he does not like people who are not confident. True. Mm-hmm. So he would just be like, oh, Abby, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, she's not great, but hopefully he would have kept Chelsea Boy or Setterjean or somebody. I don't know. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I feel like, well, they, they don't do double Shantae's until now in any of the other um, iterations. Like, they didn't do it in Thailand. Um, they didn't do it in Canada. They have now done it for the finale, which was just a fucking cop out by Pred. His entire persona was just like, mm. I'm a fucking bitch and you're leaving, but I'm still here. But now you're both here because I cannot possibly choose between you two. You both are so gorgeous and talented. And that was Silence! Me. He's grown. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's grown on me, honestly, throughout the season. Whereas like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman took that big nosedive. Fred is, I, I really like me some Fred. When Nikki doesn't wear whatever died on her head last night, I, I love her a lot. Nikki... <laughs> Nikki, I love Fred is just like, I, I still don't love him. Um, perhaps because I'm not prone to Stockholm syndrome, but perhaps that'll change. That's Sweden. Um, <laughs> Fred and I both share a love of headbands. I oh my know. God. It's fucking I headband. love Fred and the headband. <laughs> it annoyed me for some reason. Now I'm like, yes, headband. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jonathan Vaness, which I was with the way that I said that, <laughs> do you know about this ridiculous group called the million moms? They're actually made up of 10,000 moms. But you know what? We should rename ourselves stuff like that. World's best podcast. Like, we'll just call it that. Um, And they want Uber Eats. They're going to boycott Uber until they take down. With Simone Biles? Because Jonathan Vaness is in it and he's gay. Is he a gay? I don't know. But I'm like, wow, we really are heading towards that. Wait, why are they boycotting Uber? Because Jonathan Van Ness is in a commercial with Simone Biles for Uber Eats. It's a really cute commercial, too. That it is. Well, he's gay, and they don't believe in homosexuality. And then somebody wrote, like, well, the Pope seems okay with it. And they're like, but he's not really Catholic. They're like, he's the Pope. He's the Pope. Oh, my God. Everyone believes more in Trump than the fucking Pope, which is just wild. I have heard, like, out there that is sending hate to Jonathan Van Ness, you have real problems. He is... Dancing while making coffee and feeding his cats. He's figure skating. He's doing gymnastics. He is a beacon of light on this planet. And if that bothers you, wow, you got a lot going on. Yeah. I'm really may be safe, be happy, be healthy, may you live in peace. Jesus. All my stories relate to Jonathan Vanette. Oh, is it Vanette? I thought it was Van Ness. I've been saying it so wrong. What am I saying? 
Vanessa. Like Vanessa. What are you saying? Van Ness. What am I saying? Vanessa. And what are you saying? Van Ness. <laughs> What's the difference? You're just doing it slower. No, you like yes, the, yes. How would Mike Tyson say it? Vanessa. <laughs> I just like the way you're saying it is Vaness as if it's all one word, and I'm saying Van Ness, where the N completes and then the N starts again, which I guess is wrong. Why? There's a space there. You're probably right. That doesn't seem like me. Let's just call him JVN. Jvin. <laughs> I love him. I love him working out. I love his little belly. I just think he's. The best. I love his belly. Oh my god, it's so fucking cute. Because Instagram, because I follow so many men in wigs. And because I am of the homosexual persuasion, I get so many just like you would like. And it's just like all these super ripped model-esque men doing random activities. And then there's JVN also. And it's just like, fuck, yes, here's an adorable, beautiful, wholesome man who has a regular body and not just some sort of augmented, unrealistic situation. And he's just a gem. Have you done the deep dive? Who is his living boyfriend? Is it Anthony? I fucking hope not. It's not. Okay. Anthony, first of all, Anthony isn't even a real person. He's a reanimated corpse. He's probably uh, a hologram purchased by Kanye <laughs> to make everybody toast. No, Anthony, someone compared him to, I forget, I think it was like, there's some animated Halloween-esque movie. I'm saying esque a lot. Jonathan Van Esk. And um, it's got this guy with like very dark circles and he's this little tiny tyke and everyone always compares him to Anthony because he does have super dark circles, um, limited sense of self-worth, an amazing body. And he just keeps going and out with all of the lips with the big mouth that I find very attractive. Did you want to put his mouth on yours? <laughs> Did you <laughs> your mouth on my mouth? On my mouth. Can you imagine if that's how kissing actually was where you just like sort of suction to each other? What's better than licking people's faces? I don't do that. Why'd you look at me when you did that? Because you're <laughs> Kenneth Parcel. Hello, Clarice. Oh. Um. I just remembered a guy that I made out with that I totally forgot. That's cool. <laughs> My lips is very low, so he was like a Hoover, though. He was like, <laughs> I was gonna say, did the laughing at your microphone? It did. I was like, he was another gun-toting person that I didn't know was a gun-toting person. Ooh. Brutal. I, guns can't kiss. Not a great combo. <laughs> no. I, so my worst kiss was my high school girlfriend, and she kept wondering... Poor girl we has got more horrible play on this podcast. Well, I think I've described it before, but we weren't um, kissing. I was just like, we had one of those super middle school, early high school, late night tech sessions when like texting was free after a certain hour. And, um, it was just like, Oh my God, like I've been wanting to ask you this for a while. Like, do you think we should go out? And her being like, Oh my God, I'm beaming so hard. I was like, me too. This is the happiest day of my life. And then proceeding to like, try not to do anything sexual with her ever. And then after like a full month, we went together for four whole weeks without any sort of romance. We went to Cloverfield as our first date. Amazing. I literally like perched myself on the far end of my seat so I wouldn't have to be near her. And then finally she got fed up and I was mid-sentence and she just kamikaze attacked me with her tongue, which like granted, I wasn't, I was leading her on in a way that was not fair. And I, you know, was giving a lot of mixed signals because obviously I was like loquaciously professing my adoration for her without giving her anything. And I then- I how badly you fucked her up. 
She's fine. I saw. I literally saw her at the reunion recently. She's married. She has a kid. She's doing great. And I showed up. It's like, hey, so I'm a father of two, anxiety and depression. Where's the bar? I got to go. I'm so upset. I need to go dance this out. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Now that you've the microphone on. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Nick frozen now? Oh, my I'm God. back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am hanging on by a thread right now, just in life. Well, I hope it's this really thick thread. <laughs> so that's what was happening. Everything was so tight because it was caught in my blankets. <laughs> oh, home, there are going to be rules. Like, here's your blanket. Put your arms through this way. You may sit here. I'm going to put a water bucket next to you to drink from. You can just keep scooping out of it. You get one white claw. We'll at least all. have our own wings. Out of the apartment. Yes, but I'll be in charge of both of them because if not, yours will just be. <laughs> yeah, have you like medium gross, but I will make sure that yours is not. Have you caught glimpses when I like lower my my computer too far? It's brutal. Back I've caught glimpses when you open your shirt. I know what's going on. Over there. <laughs> Sorry. Here, I'll bet this. One week I had to see nipples. This week I had to see you all cuddled up like a kitten in a chair. <laughs> We're gonna need like a separate entrance. You're gonna live in like the mother-in-law suite, and then I'll be able to lock the door from the inside, so whatever crazy piece of trash you bring home does not come upstairs and kill me. You guys suppose. It said it was my fault, but I don't believe it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue editing hell. Did we finish <laughs> Drag Race Holland? Um, Amazing. So how many gemstones would you give this episode? All right. Let's go to the chat. This is going to be a tough one. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Because there were lots of cute moments on the side, but then the yeah. end result was poopy. Sent. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Emma, what happened? <laughs> Julie, 84. Nick, 84. <laughs> Emma, 90. <laughs> I really liked this one. Even the, I mean, the twist at the end was horrifying, but engaging. <laughs> and I thought the musical was fun. <laughs> it really was. I mean, I don't know that I will purchase the Dutch versions because it's hard for me, but they were really, it was the most fun musical in a really long time. Mm -hmm. I agree. Before you explode your microphone again, did you watch anything else this week that we need to discuss or consume any content? Yes. So I watched Spooky Scary Men Becoming Boys Becoming Men, Men Becoming Wolves. Um, so yeah, I actually so I don't I did go on a horror kick early in this um pandemic. No, early in this month of October. Um, and I watched Hereditary, which is an amazing film. Tony Collette is just absolutely exceptional. It is quite disturbing, but well acted. This time, though, I had sort of run out of spooky material. So I watched a zombie flick. Um, it's a series on, um, I think it was on BBC. It's canceled after two series, which is unfortunate. But it's called In the Flesh. And um, it's about a zombie outbreak. And the zombies get cured. And so they take some sort of injection directly into their spinal column. And it allows them to become non-feral again. They're members of society. And it's called PDS subordinates, which is like post-deceased syndrome. 
And it's centered around the main character, Kieran, who is a homosexual. So obviously I was super into it the entire time. <laughs> it's very sweet. It is an interesting commentary because I use the fact like zombies and sort of um, how they're not accepted by society and they're often alienated as an allegory for many things, including sort of the homosexual experience in rural United Kingdom. Um, but it's really good. I mean, it, it does have some moments that are just like starkly confronting that are a little tough but if there's like a gay love story it could be zombies it could be like fictitious it could be a cartoon i'm fucking there for it and it's fun it is a shame that it ends after two series because it does end on a cliffhanger but it's fun i mean it's great britain so there's only two episodes <laughs> no there's three in the first season and there's six in the second season so it's an easy watch um but it's it's i found it quite good and amy is sort of like the fruit fly character but she had initially died of leukemia when she was 21 and so now she's seizing this as an opportunity to live her life to the fullest because she no longer has fear and she's like living people are running their lives by fear of death and we don't have that anymore because we're already dead and so she's such a vivacious wonderful character and it's cool it's very cool it's a fun movie film tv show series whatever what about you julie that sounds almost identical to what i watched the great pottery wheel <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a big fan of living people, um, if you've ever seen like Great British Bake Off, it's the exact same format, but it's the Great Pottery Wheel Throwdown. It's the same exact format. There's like a technical and uh, an advanced challenge and something creative. It's really, it's fun. It's not, <laughs> it's not non-sneezeworthy, um, but it's really funny. I don't know if you guys ever, even with Bake Off, you have hosts and you kind of like them or they annoy you like this one host on Pottery Throwdown, I'm not a big fan of. Two of the hosts are great. And then the third season, they get rid of her. You're like, well, where'd that bitch go? I just got used to her. Now I got to get used to this bitch? Damn. Now I'm like rooting for Sarah, who I couldn't stand for two seasons. But in the first season, out of all the Potters, guess who wins? A hot guy named, I won't say his name. Hawkeye wins. Second season, <laughs> guess who wins? A guy who was a model found on the street and now models with Giselle Bunchen. Guess what? Hot guy. I don't know who wins season three yet. I'm not there, but I'm. Pretty. Is there a hot guy in the mix? Cause yes, there is. He doesn't seem as bright as the other two, and they've totally changed it. It went from like this really fun, lit setting to like dark and scary, and the nice lady's gone, and <laughs> it's upsetting. Oh, but you're yeah. up on Bake Off, as Emma. I am. Yeah. It's a good season, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Well, I like all of them, but I do have to get used to every time they change anything about the host lineup or the format. It is really disturbing. Like, I don't know why the British competition shows live in a space that I just expect to be kind of like static and kind and dreamy. And you just go there and they're not supposed to be dynamic. When Mary Berry first left, I thought, well, I'm never watching the show again. The two women were gone and Mary Berry. And then I was like, no, oh, no, I'm in. I know. Then the short little Sandy lady was with the tall guy. And I was like, she's kind of annoying. She was going on whose line is it anyway? And then they bring in this other guy. I'm like, bring Sandy back. <laughs> um, I, but now yeah. Matt is really growing on me. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> not, unlike hair that does not grow on him. But I think I railed a couple weeks ago that I was really pissed that we're using COVID-19 rapid tests and all these things for all these ridiculous shows to come back. One of them being Supermarket Sweep. But now I'm totally in and I'm loving everything. <laughs> I, I cried three episodes, literally like hysterically sobbing when people won money. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm back. Leslie Jones. I'm just like, literally, people don't have enough money for food, but we're going to rapid test 600 people to get supermarket sweep up and going in the COVID. 
and it's great. Go find that. Go get find the inflatable. Go get the coffee. Now they have terrible obstacles. Did you guys ever watch it before? No. Did it air in the nineties? Yeah, and the aughts and the tens, maybe. Anyway, Leslie Jones is great. The it's had a ton of gay people of the four episodes that had like more than half of the double contestants. There was like a biracial gay couple who were like, this is the love of my life. And here's when we met. And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> must not know about Supermarket Sweep. And then for Halloween, like a million people dressed up as a Supermarket Sweep people on Instagram, including our friend Caitlin. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Side note. Did you guys see all the amazing Shit's Creek costumes that everybody yes. did this year? God, that was great. <laughs> I love all the um, baby Davids. Those uh, were phenomenal. You slap eyebrows on a baby, and I am going to like it all day long. And I don't know. Did they sell that Moira outfit everywhere from the wedding? Because well, they guys, must have. Because it was... I, I know it, though. Where she looks you like watch the last pro. season yet? Yeah, what? I've watched the first Ever 20 minutes. Loving fuck. <laughs> Nick's got a weird aversion to it, and I feel like I need to make him watch it. So I've kind of been saving it for when hey, I watch Emma, it with him. Yeah. Drop him like a hot fucking <laughs> potato. This week it could be election, martial law, civil war, and you will have gone down without seeing. You will sob your eyes out at like the third of the last episode. Drop him. Do not let him hold you back. He's into zombie movies, which is basically what this Trump first round of vaccines is going to do to all of us. So let's go. First of all, In the Flesh is a BAFTA award-winning miniseries, and it was also nominated for the GLAAD Media Award for Outstanding Miniseries. Did I tell you about the was on Supermarket Sweep and that they won $100,000? So, uh, 2000... So, first of all, 2014 must not... Because I obviously Googled, like, all the GLAAD Media Awards for Outstanding. 2015 was not a great year for gay content because there were only two things. It was Behind the Candelabra and In the Flesh, which, as good as it is, is a pretty niche BBC three-episode original series that was then expanded. It's... Ah. It was... I was heartwarmed because I did watch this initially in 2014 when I was just coming out. And I remember just being like... (laughs) Zombie, zombie, zombie. Did you see Miley Cyrus covering that this week? (sighs) It's great. Yeah. She is awesome. She's a voice for rock. Just like Dami M in um, America's Next Top, The Voice X Factor Australia. Any questions? I got Miley Cyrus (laughs) doing zombie live. It's great. Some very wise Twitter person said, when she's in her lane, there is nobody better. She's just great. Mm-hmm. My favorite, no, my favorite song of hers is still the one from her debut album. My best friend Leslie said she's just being Miley. <laughs> it's so catchy. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> the last time I freaked out, I just kept looking down. I just stuttered when you asked me what I'm thinking about. So good. My last find for this week was Justin Long's podcast, which has been around forever, but I didn't know. And so I individually found the episodes where he interviews Jake Johnson, Max Greenfield, and Lamorne Morris. They're fantastic. So if you have any part of you that loves New Girl and you want to hear them just be goofy and realize that Zoe Deschanel really hated Justin Long, they're really fun interviews. In real life? Well, I guess he was nonstop improving, and they were the director and Zoe were both like, stop. And he was like, but the guys are laughing. So he like he just kept doing it. And the guys couldn't stop laughing. So they were getting really frustrated, but he was just like, you know, when people get annoyed with you, 
most people stop. He's like, it turns my fire up. You know, <laughs> he kept and in the episode. They kept a couple of me. He's calling Winston the wrong name. He's like, Hey, Winston. Hey, Winston. And they did it the whole time. They're like, his name's Winston. Okay. And he's like, okay. Hey, Winston's. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a find. If you're missing new girl and wishing they were more of them, which I do. Yes. Really yes. fun. Really fun. He also, I forgot he was on it for a second. I immediately pictured him as the guy from he's just not that into you. <laughs> Which I never just saw. Is, I feel like that's a podcast persona. Like he's, you know, bartender giving advice. I remember him. So like, remember when all those poor female celebrities were hacked for their nudes? Yeah. Super yeah. shitty and super depressing. The one silver lining is sometimes there's a stray man who obviously deserves to have his nudes leaked. One of them was Justin Long. And let me tell you, he lives up to his surname. He's a big, big, big nerd. There it is. Oh. His, his hero is Michael. <laughs> Um, I can't think of his last name, but he's the guy who makes all the sound effects in the Police Academy movies, Michael Winslow. <laughs> so he's telling a story about how Michael Winslow won't stop making those impressions while he won't stop also doing it on the podcast. It's fantastic. What Halloween movies were you watching that all featured the spooky, scary skeletons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. They were just like Instagram videos. And stuff. Oh. <laughs> You're holding out on us a lot of Halloween movies. Oh, no. I watch nothing scary. Oh, my God. I'm watching the Great Pottery Throwdown, and I have to fast forward to find out who's going home and then, like, go back. I'm like, okay. okay, okay. Yes, that's how I watch everything. I know. And I said to myself, I need to, like, sit with this anxiety, right? Like, if I can't handle who's going home on the Great Pottery, I'm never going to make it. Like, I'm just over for me. That cannot be our barometer for surviving life. I refuse well, my mother just, I love my mom. Hi, mom, if you're listening. Um, you know, she'll just get like very overwhelmed. And I think that's it. I think it comes with age. I think it just comes with whatever, with the, my lineage. And I just want to be like, okay, I'm super anxious and I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to be okay. So then when the zombie comes to the door and says, blah, blah, blah. oh, yeah, let me tell you one other story. PDS so I thought Halloween was canceled because it's canceled in California, which is where my family lives. And my niece and nephew, my nephew would be the one going trick or treating. So once I found out Halloween was canceled from them, I just figured it was canceled everywhere. So I'm Saturday comatose in my room the whole day. I did not leave the house. I'm in my pajamas. It's fantastic. Um, I'm talking on the phone and my friend says, oh yeah, no, Halloween's killing it. I'm like, no, it's not. It's canceled. She's like, no, no, it's happening. I'm like, I don't think so. So I come out in the living room. <laughs> Hundreds of people are walking around oh. my neighborhood and I don't live in like a family neighborhood. I'm like, oh shit. I live a little bit in MAGA country. So I'm like, I'm going to be that lady without any candy and they're going to smash my house. Right. So it's <laughs> 702. Halloween's from six to eight. So I get in my car in my pajamas. And drive to the closest Kroger, which is four minutes away. Guess what? All the candy's on sale because it's 7 o'clock Halloween night. I got giant <laughs> bags of candy for $2. I bought 10 bags of candy. I spent 20 bucks. I put it out in a giant bowl. Came back in the house. Hit. All gone in 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I saw no children. I saw teenagers and adults, gaggles of white people with no masks on. I was like, I got to get inside. And I literally am saying to myself, in the dark, do you think they can tell I'm Jewish? No, of course they can't. <laughs> get in your house and shut up. Your last name is not Weinberger, and you're fine. Just get in the house. <laughs> oh, I did watch A Simple Favor, which is quite fun, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. And it's very enjoyable. It's sort of a psychological thriller. Anna Kendrick is this sort of overcompensating mom of two children. She's super involved in like PTA, literally everything, um, because her husband recently passed away. And Blake Lively is just like this former model type who's been an inspiration and muse for so many artists that's super disillusioned constantly does all sorts of things um why are you falling asleep this movie's 
The movie is quite good. The movie I feel like they good. ripped it to shreds on Keep It. I feel like I heard that. Did they? I enjoyed it. I love them together, though. It got 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually seen an Anna Kendrick movie. Or like, oh, Anna Up in the Air? Up in the Air. What's that? It's the George Clooney one. Oh, yeah. Where she's with The one. You know, the one where he's up in the air a lot. <laughs> she was a guest star on an episode of that Zac Efron documentary series I watched when they went to the water sommelier. Anyway, whatever. Watching The Flesh, and then they're both on Hulu. So, <laughs> that's good. Everybody watch what you want this week. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah, actually. Yes. Yeah. This week, Take care this week. Literally Take care do whatever. Yourselves. Do whatever, whatever makes you happy. Whatever it's keeps you safe. Literally you just happy. find a grounding place. As long as it's consensual and not harming anyone, please just center, you know, listen to her podcast if that's what gets you there or anything that's cathartic and self-lovey because we all need to take care of ourselves and our fellow man and woman and non-binary and folks in between. Folks with an X. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> folks with an X? Yeah. I hate when there's new terms and I don't know them. When did that it's, become a thing? What does it mean? There was, folks is a gender neutral collective noun true. used to address a group of people. Unlike the term folks, the end on folks specifically includes LGBTQ people and those who do not identify within the gender binary. There it is. There it is. That's a line I'm searching about for sure, which I hope everyone has watched. <laughs> folks. How do you pronounce it? Folks. And how do you say the other word? Folks. <laughs> Say them again. Folks. The other one, the new one. How do you say the new one? Folks. And how do you say the old one? They're the same word. There's different spellings. <laughs> I feel like you're supposed to pronounce them differently. Folks. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.